Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick, what is going on with you? Oh, what nothing, is going uh, on? nothing that's, uh, boy, remember last week we were talking about how everything's political? Yes. And, and obviously the Calvin statue is political. But last I checked, there were 570 comments on my column from last week, like all-time record almost. I'm sure it's 12 guys exchanging insults. I didn't go in there. (laughs) But it's unbelievable how everybody hates each other now. It's incredible. And let me say this. I think there's this whole suggestion that we suddenly have awoken to what, 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 Calvin did in Wasika wasn't accept was not acceptable. Right. As though in 1978 we said, ah, what the heck? The Star, the Tribune, might have been the Sunday Tribune, might have been the Star, but one of the Minneapolis papers ran a front page editorial demanding that Calvin sell the team. Mm-hmm. We were outraged in '78, okay, and he got buried. And uh, it just, you know, the notion of well, there was no statue, and you know, the and he outlived the, the 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 craziness of the. I don't want to say the response was crazy, but it was crazy in the sense of crazy anger. And you got to remember, Calvin was at the nadir of his popularity before that. Because he'd let Heisel and Bostock and about eight other guys leave as free agents after 77. And we all knew Crew was leaving, mm-hmm. going to be traded because Calvin wouldn't, couldn't pay him, wouldn't pay him, whatever it was. So this just, I mean, Calvin was more unpopular on September 29th, 1978 than he was when they decided to take the statue down. I mean, it was, you know, we we responded with full force. I got to talk to Suits later today for the uh, Monday Night Sports Guy. I got to ask him what he wrote. Mm-hmm. You know, but he was a columnist then. I wasn't. I was a beat writer. But uh, I, 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 I would guess Suits wrote an outrage column. And, right. you know, whoever was Doug Groh, if he was writing then, I don't know who he was. But. We were properly outraged. It was not like we suddenly woke up 
when the Twins decided to take down the statue. And the more I thought about it, uh, Saturday, I heard somebody, you know, big Twins official told me that Target Field, when they saw this, somebody came up with a list of protest targets, mm-hmm. right? When the all hell first broke loose mm-hmm. and the Target Field was on it. Really? And they thought that... Uh, that statue? That, 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 I don't know if it was some secret document or it was online conversation. So the list stuff came like from that. where? Uh, it sounds like from city authorities. Okay. I, you know. I also heard they cleared out the pro shop because of that, too. So that's why yes. that pro shop that's right on 7th. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah. Could they cleared that out as windows. well. Yeah. yeah. And they, I think that the, now, now the poll ads are out front on all this stuff, and this isn't new for them either. I do believe they're big. You know, they've been contributing to causes like this for a long time. They're they're the rare, as far as I know, they're the rare uh, Democrat-leaning uh, rich folk, billionaires, you know, that they've always been uh, uh, pretty uh, liberal in their political social justice rules. So, and I think, from what I heard, the conversation was going on for a couple of weeks. Clark Griffith was told, he didn't tell me this, but the twins told me this. He was, and when I talked to him, he was very calm about it. So he was prepared for it, but they, they told him that this was going on. I think they basically 10 days earlier told him this was very likely to occur. And, uh, I think they just thought people might come down and get it. And then if they come down and get the statue, yeah. Then you're going to start breaking windows, and uh, and you know once once you yeah. get them once you get them all rabid, well, if you get uh, enough down, people there, down there, down there, yeah. and then uh, you know, so uh, I, I I you know it, the idea that the twins just invented this is a uh, you know out of whole cloth is a controversy. Uh, go back and look at 1978, and we were uh, I remember I was the beat guy. I walked in that Sunday morning, not knowing anything. Yep. Nobody had a paper, of course. It wasn't online. Yep. And I heard about it and had to call back and get, you know, trying to get somebody to tell you what was in the. In you the, couldn't go on the website. At the time. <laughs> no, trying to get somebody to tell you at 1030 in the morning what was in the paper. You know, my wife at the time, if I would have called her, she couldn't find the sports section. You know, so I never read it. So I can't remember where I I was calling saying, okay, what the hell is it? You know, I didn't know what it was. I'd heard it secondhand. And by after the game, I don't know if somebody, if a a newspaper somehow got in there Mm -hmm. or, or what. But uh, I remember out in the hallway talking to Rod, they were, they were like trying to keep the clubhouse from going nuts. And I remember we were talking to Rodney out in the hallway after the game and he was hot. Then. So Carew knew about this before, before you guys talked to him. Before the game, it was around the idea that this had occurred. And, uh, but the players didn't, to my now your recollection, and this is forty two years ago, and I had to look for my keys this morning. You know, so uh, you got I'm a better not, chance of remembering what happened forty two years ago. But as I recall, it was all there's something went on, and it was secondhand. And then after the game, by then they knew what he'd said. You know, somebody had 
uh, made them aware of what they said. You got to know, you know, the, the twins at that point were not happily providing the players with information on, I mean, Fox was the traveling secretary still, I believe, maybe, maybe Laurel Preeb was by then. Maybe Fox wasn't. And, uh, but uh, I'd, I'd have to call Laurel and ask him. He might have been, he might have had to deal with that that day. Wow. But it, all oh, hell. And you know what else? And I pointed this out in the column I wrote. A week earlier, Lyman had been murdered. So the Sunday for the last home game, we were all, all of a sudden, there's every TV camera around wanting a Lyman reaction. And I remember Rodney being, like, not wanting to talk about it and being, in one of his moods that he get got into that he wasn't going to talk about it. Sure. And I went over, you know, I got along with him well and I went over and the TV cameras are all there. And I said, Rodney, you gotta, you gotta, and I never did this with any athlete ever, but I went over and said, Hey Rodney, you gotta go give these guys a 20 seconds on how sad this is, mm-hmm. you know? And it, not that he wasn't sad. He just didn't he didn't want to talk. I don't think he wanted to know it. Yeah. But, but he's the one guy that gave Calvin some uh, needed relief, don't you think? With that he gave comment, him a lot of it. Yeah, I did. I mean, that was uh, that was pretty. Uh, was it nine paragraphs? Yeah, and you know, they, he was. There was three graphs saying how disappointed and disgusted he was at the time. But then he, you know, the bottom line was he, he claims that the first guy he called when he got voted in the Hall of Fame was Calvin, because Calvin. It should be remembered. Ninety. I've said this story. I told you guys it this week, and I wasn't around then, but it's legend. 1967, Calvin goes into, uh, because you got to remember, if you look at the Twins' history from then through 61 through 66, Bernie Allen was their second baseman starting in 62, candidate to be former Purdue quarterback, beat the Gopher Rose Bowl team. And and he was like only in his second year playing, left-handed hitter. Mm -hmm. And he was going to be good. And then he blew out his, he got taken out at second base and ruined his knee. And back then, if they ruined your knee, your knee was ruined. And they never had a second baseman who could hit. I mean, Quilici, the God love him, Quilici was the second baseman in 65. Mm -hmm. And they'd always pieced it together, second base, you know, ever since Bernie Allen got hurt in 62. And, And Calvin wanted a second baseman who could get a hit, damn it. And he loved this kid. And Rodney was coming out of A ball. And was 21 or two, maybe 21, 22. And, and Calvin went to Sam. Calvin would call in Sam Mealy like 10 days before the spring training ended and said, this is your team. You know, and, oh, and, so he, and would, okay. he would give Mealy a chance to argue, but he'd say, this is your team. You know, and he said, Cruz, your second baseman. And Sam Mealy called in Tommy Breyer and, uh, I think was Gaithel still covering baseball for St. Paul then, maybe. And called him in and said, This is off the record, but I want you guys to know that this is Calvin Griffith's decision to play this kid at second base, not mine. So oh. when he's out there boxing the ball around and hitting two hundred, not my uh, fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> and yeah, then look turned out Calvin was right. And and Carew knew this, too. Carew, that's one reason he appreciated him. And and Calvin did in 77, famously, when Rodney was making nothing, mm-hmm. 125, I think he was making. Calvin called him in and gave him 100000 
which for Calvin Who pointed was, that out? Calvin, yeah. Calvin, that was that was like, you know, that was like four players back then. Right. You know, so, I mean, he, I think if you were around Calvin, like I was, and you knew that the man knew baseball and virtually nothing else, you know, it was not, you know, he was, there's no excuse for what he did down there, but, you know, he, he was speaking the truth. He probably went here because of demographics, you know, because they were going to, one reason he bailed out on Washington is he wanted to build a new ballpark. They were going to build a new ballpark. He wanted it to be built in the suburbs of Maryland, mm-hmm. the suburbs. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be around the white folks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, when they chose RFK, that's when he wanted, when they chose RFK as the site in the city, uh, and that was a standing stadium. Had, had that been built yet? No, 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 no. This was the replacement for Griffith Stadium. Okay. Calvin never played in Griffith Stadium. Okay. I think the uh, I think okay. the Washington. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, RFK. The new center. RFK okay. was first called DC Stadium, and then when RFK got assassinated, they changed it to RFK. But. Uh, but he never played there. He was. They were in Griffith Stadium, the old, the old mausoleum. And uh, when they were gonna, you know, he wanted, he wanted the where there was more money, and you know, he wanted to be out in the suburbs where there was more money. And when they said no, and it helped that his brother-in-law was the uh, American League president, <laughs> Joe Cronin, was married to uh, Calvin's older, gorgeous sister, Mildred. Really. Mildred defeated the genetic pool there. She was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calvin was not the most attractive human being. And uh, while we're at it, I was giving my uh, son, James, the uh, this history lesson. Uh, because the the Griffiths, Calvin and Thelma, are Robertsons. Mm-hmm. And there were seven of them in Montreal, living there in poverty in Montreal, I think the old man, I, I shouldn't say this, I think the old man had a drinking problem and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Robertson's, the mother of the Robertson's was the sister of Clark Griffith's wife, Clark Griffith's wife. And they, when the twins were born, Billy and Jimmy, and I think that left them with seven kids. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we'll take the oldest boy. We'll take Calvin. Bring send Calvin down here. We'll teach him baseball and blah. Because Griffiths had no children, Clark and his wife, and Calvin was afraid to come by himself. You know, he's about twelve, I think, maybe right from Montreal, and he had two older sisters. Two, I think Thelma was older than him. Well, he had his older sister Mildred. Uh, mom didn't want her to come because she helped with the kids. So Thelma went with them and that might, she might've been the next sister and Calvin might've been second oldest. I don't know in the whole family, right. but that's how Thelma became Calvin's partner because they ended up being, so they were the two kids. They, that- yeah. And then, and they went and lived with the Griffiths and became, took the name. I don't think they're ever formally adopted, but uh, about two or three years later, Clark, the old man, bought a house for the Robertson clan, like three, four blocks down the street, and you know, and they all grew up together again. But uh, that's how that's how. So did, did Calvin stay 
with the Griffiths? Yeah, they that, stayed with he... the Griffiths. Yeah, okay. the Griffiths. They stayed. Him and Thelma grew up with the Griffiths. Okay. And, uh, and, but the, you know, the kid, they played together, you know, or whatever you did at that age. Calvin, they sent off Calvin, though. Calvin went to, you know, they got him into like a military school. You know, Clark Griffith could get him in anywhere. And he got him into Stoughton or I don't know which place. One of the military schools. And then started college at George Washington, I think, a couple mm-hmm. of years. And then they sent him out to work at Charlotte or Chattanooga or someplace to start learning baseball. I think my, one of my, I got a hundred, I got 500 Calvin stories, but I think one of my favorite is the night we were talking about, uh, we were just talking about how spring training had changed because I saw him down in, you know, what, early 90s somewhere, I don't know. And uh, he wasn't, he never came to Fort Myers, I don't think, but, I've, you know, might have been late 80s, but talking about how spring training, now these crowds that they used to drew, and he told me he was running the, the Charlotte, one of the, like the double A team. And they had an exhibition game in Kissimmee. They were playing in Kissimmee, which was, had to be a little bohunk swamp town. Mm-hmm. And the paid attendance, this is a depression, you know, probably that early, like in the thirties, I think. And, uh, and <laughs> Calvin, the paid attendance that night was one. Calvin wow. went down and gave the guy his quarterback. <laughs> he said, but the crowd that night was one, Calvin said. <laughs> wow. So, anyway, Calvin is, uh, you know, A, yes, we were outraged in 1978. And B, his other option was not neurosurgery beyond yeah. baseball, okay? So were, were the twins, did they take the statue down because of exactly what he said or also because of what you said, which was, was the fear that it could turn into something? I think. Because we are tearing statues down now left and right. Yeah, I think 50-50. Maybe, okay. maybe more 60-40 that they did have a strong feeling within the organization. And I think the poll ads, you know, Jim and Jim and, uh, and Joe, too, mm-hmm. said we got to get it. We we got to take this down because, you know, it had become a, you know, Sinker did a blog on it and somebody else, I don't know if it was right Min Post or somebody, but it was becoming a topic. Okay. You know, and uh, as we were looking for targets and, but they had, St. Peter told me they'd been talking about it for two weeks. So. I mean, it makes sense to take it down, but. Yep. And by the way. They ever put up another one of him at about seven more inches because they had the, it's the midget Calvin. Yeah. Polad, look, you look over at Polad, you think you're looking at Wilt Chamberlain and a little tiny Eloise Calvin. and Calvin are, are about the same size. Yeah. The statues. Then, yeah, well, I said they made Kelly look like Bronco Nagurski. I've always wanted to ask that. What? Kelly was embarrassed. Who, who, Kelly, who, TK, who that? I don't know. Now, the TK look is pretty good as far as the facial look. Yes, but who the hell designed? Yeah, right, I mean, he didn't do steroids. He was a, no. McGuire did. No, yes, right. Kelly looks like he should have hit, uh, hit about. When Kelly, when they introduced it, the first thing Kelly joked about was, 
You know, geez, they should have hit more home runs. Or something. Yeah, he's like he should have hit seventy-five and ninety-eight. He had one home run in the big leagues. He looks like, uh, yeah, he looks like Bonds for God's Yeah, and then Calvin's a little stubby yes. guy. I always was. Yes, yeah. the Calvin one's just a little guy. Yeah, yeah, I look like you know the Calvin and the Bear are basically about the same size statue. So I don't know what they're going to do with it, but uh, I think you know. People call me, you know, the, that, was, that was a great column because I got to be both a right-wing apologist for the, you know, the communists ruining America and a left-wing, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, a, a right, no, I got to be a right-wing Trump right. apologist and a left-wing right. commie. It was great. Yep. You serve both purposes at, <laughs> yes, at, at the did. same time. But but I saw on Twitter, God bless the person who pointed out that if you want to talk about backtracking or something along yeah. those lines, nothing can touch tiptoe ball no, throwing. No, it isn't. So don't give and me this crap way, about that column was any type of walking By the way, back. this is something I won't bring up as we get into next spring. Because if we hit that 30th anniversary, March 2, Boy. 2000, that might be it. I might not make it. What do you think? I think if you don't, it's going to be a shame that they refuse to publish the edition of the column that I still have to this day <laughs> with the OK, you win. OK, you win. That was the, the phoniest apology in the history of man, <laughs> and they recognized it for what it was, yeah. but it was funny. But the fact that you found and took letters, honest letters, <laughs> yes. pre-email, yes. and and put them together to spell out Okay, okay, you, you win, win. Yeah. is one of the great columns of all time <laughs> yes. that nobody knew about. No, and uh, you know what? That one got turned down pretty quick. <laughs> I don't. Oh, think I'm it sure was, it did. I don't think it was a day long discussion uh, as to whether they should run it or not. Great effort but, by you. Yeah, it was. It was. But yeah, you might be. It might be best to let that one go. Yeah, yeah. In, in this modern times, you know. There was, I, no I mean, I have. Uh, you know, I've done about. 25 years of an act of contrition, you know, on that one. I mean, I'm, nobody's written more columns about women's athletics than I have. Oh, you've really. definitely changed. And I actually then. enjoy it. Right. You know, I, know I mean, you do. I know. They're, you know, you go talk to them and they, they're they happy you're there and uh, they tell you a nice story. And I uh, think you've definitely changed. Yes, I have. I did. There's nothing wrong with that. I now look back and say Title IX and say, how the hell did we get away with it? Yeah. How did we get away with it? Yes. It's unbelievable. You know, there's a lot of things I don't understand how we got away with. <laughs> yeah, right. As it's, a white guy, there's a lot of things oh I don't get. Oh God, yeah, it's unbelievable. But you know, I mean, you see some of these. You know, you talk to some gals now. Who, you know, we're getting the grandmas now that didn't get to play athletics. But yeah, you know, where'd you get? You know, they're yeah. My grandma was a great athlete, but all she did was be a cheerleader. You yeah, know? yeah. So. It's uh, or played like six girl basketball or whatever the hell they had. Hey, I watched a great movie the other day that reminded me of that though. It comes from 2012, and it's uh, W A D J D A Wada or something. It's a ten year old Saudi Arabian girl mm-hmm. uh, who's got a defiant streak in her against the patriarchal society in which she lives, and it's amazing how. Some of the things, you know, they didn't want women riding bicycles because it looked it looked bad, and it also they would would ruin their reproductive organs, and you know stuff like. And 
I look back at some of the stuff when they were trying to decide whether to let women play basketball. Yeah. And then the Iowa stuff where they played three on three. Yep. Six girls. And, and there's stuff like the early 50s saying from scientists saying, well, it, you know, if we let women exert themselves to this point, you know, of actually playing up and down a full basketball floor, they might not have a, be able to have children, you know, and stuff. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's the same. I mean, we, we've never been as nuts about it as the, uh, the Arab world is, but the Islamic world is, but, uh, uh, but, but we had the same thoughts. Pat, they didn't, they, they didn't allow hockey for women until 90 ish. Yeah. We like they didn't have hockey. Well, I always thought they played ringette. Yeah. Where they carried the, yeah. But they had these sharpie sharp sticks, didn't they? But wouldn't have poke somebody's eye out for goodness' but sake. Why didn't we let them play hockey? I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying, how did we never let him? It's, it's incredible. But our assumptions about what people can't do is remarkable. Yeah, it is, or yeah. shouldn't be allowed to do. Yes, it was. Uh, it's. I mean, I was 20 by that time. Yeah, like this is well, not that long ago. I can tell you, Declan and and Judd, 1972, right? What title nine? Yeah, and it Around started taken in 1973, yep. 74. Yep, and we had St. Paul Sports Department, twelve white guys. You know, mm-hmm. and we said, "What in God's name are we going to do? <laughs> you know, what are we going to do? What are we supposed to do here? <laughs> you know, I mean, we got to. Are we going to run box scores just like we do with the men? <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I'm not. You know, we were. Yeah. You know, maybe we should all, maybe all our bylines should be ripped up because we were so unwoke at the time, but we had no idea. I mean, this was, we never grew up with this. We were shocked. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I wasn't a columnist back then. Might have written some stuff that was worse than tiptoed well, ball you, throwing. You've evolved, so see, that's <laughs> yes. the purpose. Yes, yes, it is. Look at the sport you enjoy now. Yeah, volleyball is my favorite sport. I know. Yeah. The hell with You'd go crazy if if it came back to football. You could only write football, yeah. again, right? You'd go yeah. nuts. Oh, I'm. Uh, look at this. Soccer's back, baby. Oh, they're diving guy, all over. This guy's. This guy. He got a sniper got him. This guy is down. Yeah, this is the he Italian might be link. dead. You know what the problem is? Lot lot of strained hamstrings. Yeah. Okay. A lot of guys who aren't conditioned to run right now. Yeah, but look at this yeah, guy. Oh, got, that's oh, a hammy. He's grabbing the back of his hammy. That guy got the hammy, so you can't blame the so he's not looking for the uh he's not no, looking for he, the uh, penalty. No. He actually got hurt. Nope, I think he got hurt, and I think they're go, they're gonna now bring the sled mm-hmm. out and take him off on the toboggan sled. The sled. It's my favorite thing. I gave they you the good news. I didn't give you the good news on the air yet that Mans made the was saved from relegation in the Bundesliga. Oh, okay. They've won three out of four That's since I got on the bandwagon because I needed a Bundesliga team. I was hoping Fulda had one because Fulda's got some population, not not huge. Yep. But they stink. They're in like <laughs> Division Seven oh, yeah, or that's something. Yep. But Mans is fairly close to them. And so, home of Johannes Gutenberg. So I said, "Hey, you got to, you know, he, you know, he had a lot to do with the newspaper business." So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so I've been a man's supporter for four games or three and one, and they, they have fought off relegation. And you watched how much so far? Not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although I did see a video, they had the they had one of the first kneel down guys after George Floyd scored a goal and uh, really? had a black guy and he he knelt down and okay. I think uh, even Germany you can you know which has more racists in the stands than anyway. How about our NASCAR friends? Oh God, yeah. The noose the, in the locker. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, Bubba Wallace. They're gonna find out who did that. I know, but I know. But I here's listen. Starting in the mid nineties, and NASCAR became this. Maybe even the early nineties, NASCAR became this the next great American mm-hmm. sport. Right? It, it McDonald. Every company was fighting to get you know McDonald's and Target and. Everybody wanted to be on a car. They were bailing out on uh, open wheel racing, and yep. everybody wanted to be on, you know, NASCAR. And even in as recently as 2012, Danica, 10, 2010, Danica transitioned from open wheel to NASCAR for money, mm-hmm. strictly for money, because she could get a better deal, and there were still sponsors around. They have had the worst six, seven years here. To the point, I mean, their TV audience has gone to hell. Their crowds have gone to hell. Their uh, sponsorships. Have what been, happened to them? Sponsorships. I think we got to, I think we're not as car crazy as we were. Because you're right. It ago. took it took off. Oh, it was huge Surpassed for 20 years. a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, from, uh, uh, I looked it up. Davy Allison's helicopter crash was 93. And, and, that's, and I went down there for the Star Tribune. Mm-hmm. Went down to, you know, cover the story of this guy dying and then went to Talladega. And so I was down there for like a damn near a week in the middle of August. And right and you know, and I'd covered four or five Daytona 500s. Covered when Dale died. Covered Dale was the last one I covered. But until, and Dale died in uh, nine, was it? No, no, one, 2001. And, uh. Uh, and it, boy, it just started to peter out. And now it's, now I think they're back to their original redneck audience. You know, I, I think, I think they've lost the, you know, they had the 30 year old crowd for a while. Now you got the guys who want to have a Confederate flag. And, and, uh, when that becomes your big controversy. I was going to say, when you have a noose in the locker, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. You it's, deserve what you get at that point. Yeah, it's uh, it it is uh, really taking a hit. They let uh, they let some people in, but uh, I I don't know what happened to it. But it just you know nobody cares anymore. The ratings have got gone to hell, and I, I'm sure they had pretty good ratings here the last month because they were the only thing on TV, right? But uh, yeah, that 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 was a quick fall. Hey, are, are sports in this country as we know them going to come back? So I'm not talking NASCAR. I- uh, you, you look at Clemson not having thirty-five football players, and uh, and uh, you know how many football coaches are out there trying to tell their ads not to release positive test information. As many as the president. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some of them are being open, and some of them aren't. I got a hunch, but I don't know. I'm not sure we're going to play. I'm not sure we're going to play. But I'm, I, you know, I don't know how college starts. No, and. The NFL, I could see trying to start and having some problems. College, what's, what's the number? That's what we've been talking about. What's the number that right. you shut her down? Right. You know, okay. Well, you're, 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 the Raiders are scheduled to play the Denver Broncos this week. Denver's got 18 people sick. They can't play. What happens? Right. 
Do you get a forfeit win because of the coronavirus? What do you, what happens? I don't know. What and do you announce man? who has it, or do you, they try and get around? I mean, I I just there's so many things they're going to have to work through that I don't know how they're going to do it. Plus, the here's my other question: If football starts, if the NFL starts, and you get a coach, a position coach who gets it and dies, do you just keep hammering through? Uh, you know, I mean, it's yeah. not beyond the belief that uh, yeah. The six um, sixty yeah eight year old coordinator gets, gets it sick and, and that's it curtains yeah yeah I don't know what you do I I don't know what you do is say come on Mayo where is it let's go yeah we've given you long enough here I want to go in there and get a big shot in my rear end and be done with it let's go I hope we get to that <laughs> some, at some point. Yeah, this thing is. But, uh, you know, kids are now back out of bars, and if you think that, oh, that, God. that well, athletes aren't out there, the you're crazy. Declan, you were on Lake and Hennepin before the shooting. Uh, apparently, he missed it completely. But I mean, how big was it? Just like old I was, times. I was there at twelve thirty, and the pot bellies on Hennepin and twenty eighth. And apparently, this shooting happened at Hennepin. No, you were partying. 29th. No, I was not partying. Okay, but no. was it a mob of people? I didn't see anyone, Pat. I didn't see any chaos. I didn't see any but type people. of distress. But I, people. No, no, people. Uh, some people. Some but people. But I mean, out. was it like a Saturday, Saturday a year ago? Oh, sure, sure. Um, I would say it was probably a standard Sunday afternoon in Uptown. There was people walking the streets, and I would say about oh, probably did, I thought the shooting man. was Saturday night. It was at twelve forty-five, right? On on Saturday on oh. Friday into Saturday. Oh well, the, I was there on Sun. I thought the oh, shooting was okay. on Sunday. No, 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 no. no. It oh. was Friday into. Got it. Well, then I was still there. I was not figured there. out who shot who. No, if, if it was eleven just, people shot one day. If it was just a, two or three guys just opening up on the crowd, or were they trying to? Usually, they're trying to target somebody. But but I don't think that that we have now at the clubs what one would call proper social distancing, which means all it takes is one player or athlete to go out and get it and then transmit it. Yeah. And this is where we're not going to play. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, positive test doesn't mean you're sick. Correct. You know, but the legend is even if I'm not sick, I can give it to right. somebody else. And I, I don't believe anything they tell us because they've changed the narrative so many times. Stay indoors, whatever you do. And oh, by the way, you have a much less of a chance of getting it outside than you do inside. That's what they say now, right? Yes. Yes. That's, if you're outside, that you're makes in better perfect shape. sense to me. My get- so in other words, yeah. The Vikings have a better chance if they go play at TCF Bank Stadium than the... Uh, That's what they're saying now. Yes. Although, although they also told us summer heat... Was going to help. Help, humidity. But it's going back Now up. it's coming back. Florida, by the way, I haven't been down there, but I've been there in the summer. Right now, you get a little heat and humidity. Yeah. And yet it's, it's growing. So maybe this is the rare little virus that likes heat, you know. We Just because the no. Spanish fever didn't like it doesn't mean that these guys don't. I, I still want to be able to see them, man. I want to be able to see those little particles. <laughs> I want to be able what, to the coronavirus spray, particles? Like raid or something, spray <laughs> and have them light up. Are you going to wipe them out? Like no, you I just want to see them so I can walk someplace else. Well, you've seen the little picture, though, the little round picture with the little <laughs> tentacles coming out, little coronavirus tentacles. Looks like a cartoon. Yeah. You know, they're, uh, they, uh, they don't like us. Whatever these things are, they don't like us. I think the biggest problem, though, that 
you have with us is we keep going to like bars and restaurants and we're like, ah, screw it. Yeah. And then, you know, two people get it, two people get infected and they infect them. If we could just be patient enough, but we can't be. I was talking to my son out in D.C., Jim, and he, you know, he's married to Edna, who's basically makes him spray down with Lysol when he comes in the house because she's Edna's got a high level of paranoia about anything. If somebody gets murdered in Malaysia, she's worried that they're going to come to get her next. You know, yep. she's uh, she made him buy a they bought in Hawaii. Want to buy a house back then and, and rent it, and she made him buy on the tenth floor so somebody would have to climb up the side of the building to get there. So, so she's she's very cautious. But he said, but he said Washington, it's mask is probably fifth because I told him, and Washington's going up now. DC's yeah, going up. Yeah, but they're all they got a lot of mask wearing. But yeah. uh I told them that uh you know, Stearns County, I use my joke about Stearns County, if you took the percentage of mask wearing and made it blood alcohol, you couldn't get a DWI, you know. <laughs> like point zero four, you know. Oh god. So uh, he said, Really? I said, Yeah, we're not uh I said it's uh it's all political out here in the hinterlands. If you wear a mask, you're a you're supporting Tim Walls and yes. you're anti-Trump. Yes. Anyhow, it's uh, it's you know, I it has lessened my interest in sports, even the ones that are on greatly though. I just because I just think it's all BS. What's going on now? It's all you know, no fans, no. It's what fun is it? What? So they're playing. So you could, what? You could say that of the world today. Yeah, I know. What fun Forget is Forget sports. What fun is living today? Yes. By the way, our Fighting Saints spring training starts Friday at CHS Field. Oh, really? And then they're going to play. Uh, they start playing their games in Sioux Falls on yeah. July 3rd. So they're starting here, though. And I don't think it's out of the qu- Well, they're going right, to spring train training. Here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't think it's out of the question they'll play at CHS Field. The 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 schedule for now, sixty games in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's paired with Chicago. Yes. Winnipeg's paired with Fargo, and the the Saints are paired with Sioux Falls. But I don't think it's out of the question if if they get the go ahead and can put eighteen hundred fans in the CHS Field come August that they'll play here. And a, a couple bit. teams are not going to play this year, right? The whole Southern Division is not going to play. The, the, the Texas League? Is that the Texas teams? Uh, the Texas, but Sioux City is not going to well, play City either. Gonna play. Okay. I think they'd like to, but the Northern Division said we got our six. And okay. So Sioux City, Gary, two teams in Texas, mm-hmm. Kansas City, mm-hmm. and I don't know who the sixth team is. Are they sending Aronson out there to call the game still? You know that I talked to him today. I forgot to ask him that. I'm I'm writing a column on Beck for uh, for tomorrow. So the Saints will be big big news here. Oh God, oh, yes. God. I got a George yet. You know what? They're going to have a good roster too. All these leagues because the That's minor right. leaguers aren't playing. Yeah, you know, and they've all these minor leaguers got released from a lot of teams and yeah, all these college. Right. You know, college seniors didn't get drafted. There's no place to play. They get some talent. They should have a hell of a roster. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they. I, I mean, we can play now at 25% of capacity. That's what I was going to ask you. What, what's the latest on baseball? I think we walls? can play, but I still think they have a limit of 250, right? 
for attendance or what? For they said up to twenty five percent of capacity, up to two fifty. But has town, have town teams now gotten the go ahead and? Yeah, I think you can play. They they amateur. don't have to. They don't have to play. You know, so like, they're, they're playing real so games the, now. The umps can now work the games. Even though they were working the games. Yeah, right. But, but I mean, yeah, they can with yeah, the yeah, yeah, I mean, association. I think as of Wednesday, everything is on. But I, over the weekend that they... I still don't understand why they canceled the Legion season then. Nope. A lot of Legion teams playing. Yeah. But not with the Legion sponsorship. Yeah. but I, mean, I was they, talking to the guys from New Holland. They have generally between their Legion team, their VFW team, uh, their town ball team, and... Uh, other youth games going on. There are two ballparks down there. They got like 250 to 300 games per summer. And that's where the state am is going to be, it's, right? Yeah. They, they say they're they going to go ahead with it. They say they're going to go ahead with it. I, they, nobody told me this, but they haven't filled 2023. It's the 100th anniversary. And uh, I got a hunch they hinted to New Alham if they go ahead with it this year, they'll give them the. All of the 2023. Because they. Johnson Park, you know, has been there since 1939. It's fabulous. We'll have to go down there, buy you a beer. And uh, and then they got another park, Mueller Park, M-U-E-L-L. I've been to Johnson once. Yeah. And, but they've spent between, since the last two years, they spent two and a half million on these ballparks and the the surrounding area. And since 15, they've spent three and a half million on these ballparks, so. A lot of it the city, but some of it a baseball fundraising. And nice stuff concession like that. stand. Oh man, Lots you can, if you can't get a sausage, uh, you remember the sausages in uh, Blazing Saddles? What was the name of the? What was the name <laughs> By of the, the way, sausage? Another film that's about to be banned. No, that one. The I don't think Mel can still get away with saying it's a great anti-racism movie because people don't get the no, subtlety. Yeah. yeah. Now, right. I think if you got your copy of Blazing, you better tape that baby and keep it in your library if it's coming by, because you may never see that again. <laughs> but it's a Gruben Schnitzel. Was it a Gruben Schnitzel or something? Yeah, I don't the, know. It's the been a while. Madeline Kahn, do you want another Gruben Schnitzel <laughs> or something? Mel Brooks is not a racist. But anyway. you're right. The subtlety of what Mel was trying no, to do yes, the, would be lost making in 2020. The, making the prairie folks into idiots will not come through there. No, no. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that uh, we're never going to. Uh, what did, uh, what got canceled? Oh, the uh, Duke's Hazard, right? Can't get those anymore. Yeah, no, something else did too, though. Confederate I saw, flag. Yeah, but no, no, no. I thought there was something else removed. Oh, um, Gone with the Wind. What? Yeah, Gone with the Wind's Go- gone. Gone with the Wind's been barred. Yep. Gone. They took it off of even though it's whatever one service. of the five greatest movies ever made. Correct. <laughs> and with that, unless you've got something else, we can be done. Who Patrick. took it off? Uh, remember Dex? TMC. I think. What? I think uh, TCM. Yeah. Somebody removed. Movies. Somebody removed it from their catalog, though, so you couldn't go in sure. and even. Watch I was it. watching Brexit Breakfast at Tiffany's the other day, just to, for a few minutes, uh, and Mickey Rooney is playing a. Shiny, a Japanese guy, I think a Japanese guy, oh, most racist thing oh, in the history of mankind, and nobody thinks. Go it. back and watch television shows from the 60s. Oh, yeah. Do you know what's well, really we watched how the, Hogan's Heroes. My, oh, yeah. My wife wanted to watch How the West Was Won, which sucks, by the way. <laughs> 1962, but uh, there's a little uh, questionable stuff in there. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, 
virtually every movie where the Indians were portrayed as the bad guys for yeah. attacking, you know, the villagers. Yes. that's They're all in trouble now, right? It's right anyway. here. Gone with the Wind temporarily pulled by HBO Max to address racist depictions of slavery two weeks ago. That was well, the Well, slavery was racist. That's I, the whole point. Isn't that you. the whole point? I'm just telling you what's you, on my screen. We, we don't want to make slavery look bad. Is that it? God, that's the whole point. That's why we fought a war. God almighty. All right. Anyway. I'm sure we'll have some talk about next week. <laughs> yes. Hopefully a game. Go Saints. <laughs> I sure hope the Saints win another championship this year if they have one. So anyway. All righty. All right. Talk to you. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.